Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio. We're broadcasting around the world tonight on the Fringe FM. The Fringe FM app is free to download for your mobile device, TalkStream Live, and the Paranormal Radio app, both of which are also free to download. So go check those out and stream the Secret Teachings Monday through Friday. And if you miss an episode or you want to listen at a more convenient time, you can subscribe to our unique show archive so that you can download and stream all of our shows after they air, get access to the montages and my digital books. We offer weekly, monthly, and yearly subscriptions, and the yearly subscription comes with an autographed copy of one of those books. Or you can grab one of the books separately on the website, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir, the website www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe or buy a book, it supports the show, the network, and you. You can also check out our Patreon page with behind-the-scenes videos. I've just launched that, and we now have an affiliate sponsorship program through Pro One Water Filters and US Plus Health, which is a company that provides alcohol, isopropyl alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, made in an American facility with American products, and they offer special deals for certain companies. Uh, they'll do special orders. They've given us an affiliate program as well. You get 20% off your order. It's already pretty cheap, but they give you a 20% discount if you're a listener of The Secret Teachings with the promo code TSTCLEAN. That's TSTCLEAN. You can find links to their page from our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. There's a link to Pro One and US Plus Health. And we're adding these affiliates to expand the show and hopefully bring in a little bit of additional income. It doesn't cost you anything, but if you're in the market, and even if you're not in the market for a water filter, it's a great way to support the show, support the network, and to support yourself. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact us for any reason, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. We're also on Facebook, and I will be probably starting to utilize the Gab page as well. It'll be under The Secret Teachings. Now, some of you know, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, that although we talk about subjects, that are somewhat more topical, that could be considered political or hot-button issues, I don't approach those subjects in the typical way because this is not a political show. This is not a show in which we have a particular bias that we would like to confirm, that we would like to protect. I'm not trying to protect uh, a conservative, a liberal point of view. I'm not trying to protect a, a Christian point of view or whatever that point of view might be. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find interesting 
and with those interesting topics, things that are informative that can help you as they've helped me to better understand the world that we live in. And the way that we can do that, I feel, is by taking what so many people refer to as the negative. You know, I don't want to look at things that are dark, things that bring me down, and showing people that those so-called negative things are only negative when you deny them, when you ignore them. Now, that's not to say that we should sit in front of our computers and stare at our screens 24 hours a day, seven days a week, staring into the black mirror, into the black goo, into the abyss, and trying to make the world a better place by allowing darkness to surround us and consume us. And I think it's that misunderstanding that you can look into the abyss, that you can look into the black mirror, into the darkness, and if you have the proper tools and the right state of mind, and there is a right state of mind, and there are proper tools, then you can do so, and you can bring some kind of... of, of positivity, some kind of light to that darkness, and a little bit of light will illuminate very dark corners of our world, very dark corners of that abyss, just a little bit of light. That's how powerful light is. So I feel that talking about anything, and it could be literally any topic, when it's perceived as negative, I feel is actually the opposite. And I feel that a lot of people, not all people, because I do understand uh, the concept, but I I feel that a lot of people who don't want to talk about the so-called negative don't want to talk about it because that means they then have to take responsibility. Like if you're listening to a musician or you're listening to, uh, you know, maybe musician is not the right word, but a, a performer, uh, they could be a, 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 a rock star. They could be a pop star. They could be a rapper, hip-hop artist, an artist, musician. You get the picture. If you're listening to one of these people, or maybe you're watching a, you know, a movie, and uh, you find that the people that are making this, this product, the, the music or the movie or the TV show, they don't really have... Of, uh, they don't really have a good, uh, a good background, let's say. Like Brian Sanger, for example, and uh, other people in Hollywood. Uh, Harvey Weinstein is another great example. And just countless others who have either been accused or, and, and accused to the point where there are literally so many people accusing the person of, 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 child abuse or underage sex or solicitation, et cetera, that it gets to the point where, you know, even even the court of public opinion should begin to matter as much as a court ruling, a conviction in a court of law, considering that you have people that don't even know each other claiming the same thing about people in Hollywood and, and other places. So you, you'd start to realize that, and, and, and then if you're like me, you really don't want to support those, those, those people anymore. You don't want to support those movies. You definitely don't want to listen to that music anymore. And I think a lot of people don't want to acknowledge the darkness in Hollywood. 
and in other places of similar production because that means, well, they can't listen to their music anymore. They, they can't watch that movie anymore. And nobody said you can't listen to it or can't watch it, but you, you certainly shouldn't be spending money on it to support what you now know to be true within that industry. And I'm being intentionally vague here, but we're going to get more specific. You have to take responsibility. Now, it's hard because if you grew up listening to, you know, certain types of music and you grew up watching certain types of movies, you might feel like, well, now you have to just, your whole childhood was was meaningless or pointless and, you know, your your, your teenage years and, and now your adulthood and you just can't listen to music, you can't enjoy life. Well, nobody said that, first of all. You can still enjoy life and enjoy your music, but... The point is we shouldn't probably, I don't know, it's my opinion, be supporting people that are involved in very nefarious things. What those nefarious things are, we're going to get into tonight. But uh, generally and, and, and vaguely speaking, uh, I feel that responsibility is a very important element uh, that a lot of people just don't want to address. They don't want to take responsibility, so they ignore that abyss. They ignore that darkness. And that, as opposed to bringing a light to it, actually allows for the darkness to consume you. Uh, and so, you know, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really imagine how so many people wander around with their headphones in and whether they're aware of it or not, uh, they listen to music, whether it's the beat itself or the lyrics and don't realize what they're listening to. I'm not talking about a, a quirky pop song, you know, or top 40 and like, Hey, this is mindless and, and, and numbing. I think it's contrary to that point. The music is not necessarily mindless. It's actually very mindful in its intention to alter your state of consciousness and awareness, both through the sounds and through the lyrics. And that's why you could listen to something. I mean, it's not even necessarily, you know, something that might be negative or mind controlling, if you will, but you can listen to old, older music and listen to it a thousand times, and then one day you're listening to an old song, and you think, wait a minute, is that is that the lyric? You know, is that is that what they were actually saying? But you never consciously picked it up. Well, it's see, people in the industry, and how far and how widespread this is, and, and how well organized it is, is anybody's guess, and what perhaps government agencies and what groups are involved is also anybody's guess, uh, for the over the large overall picture of what's going on in Hollywood and the music industry. But when you start to look at the details, you start to realize clearly people are utilizing and exploiting the understanding that they have of human psychology, and they're doing so to sell you this product. And this product might not just be the old idea that sex sells. You know, you look at a pop star like Britney Spears, for example. Look at Britney Spears. You know, when I was a kid, Britney Spears, she's she was 15 years old when she signed on to do her first album. 15 years old in 1997. I was only six years old. 
She's 15 years old. Her first two albums, they were both certified diamond in the United States. Uh, the album in 1999 called Baby One More Time. Or Remember that, that song? Hit me, baby, one more time. And then Oops, Oops, I Did It Again. And she signed at 15 years old with Jive Records and produced these, these two albums. And if you recall, uh, a lot of Britney Spears' albums, and maybe it's just because I kind of grew up in the 90s and early 2000s, but Britney Spears was, in essence, a sex symbol uh, in the 90s and early 2000s before her, her, her so-called breakdown, which we're going to talk about tonight as well. And uh, it's one thing to be a, a sex symbol like Marilyn Monroe. It's another thing to be a sex symbol when you're 15, 16. I mean, when she signed in, in, in 1997, she was 15. So her first album came out when she was 17 years old. And remember, uh, Baby One More Time, she's on the cover of it, and she's, you know, it's not like extreme sexualization, but there's a, there's, it's, it's sexual. And, and a lot, it's not just the album cover. It's not like she's there with fishnets on with her legs spread open. It's not like a Miley Cyrus video, you know, but it's, it's the cute schoolgirl look. And, um, if you don't remember the, the, the image, you should just go look up Britney Spears albums and you'll see it. Baby, one more time, Britney Spears. And she's got her head to the side and she's smiling. She's 17 years old. And I remember that, you know, people that, that listened to my sister listened to Britney Spears. And I think, I think she even went to one of the concerts and, uh, you know, I, for those of you who don't know my background, I didn't get into to radio until 2010 into, into 2009, 2010. I didn't get into it professionally. I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it as a volunteer thing. And I got into it professionally back in 2015, 2016. And we've been just doing solid, uh, professional radio since then. But uh, when, even when I was a kid, and I don't remember how old I was, but I remember Britney Spears came to like Tampa because I lived in St. Pete. And I think my, I think it was my mom took her to a concert, my sister to a concert. And I remember my mom used to ask me, she's like, do you, my mom was always concerned if I was gay or something. And it was bizarre. And I just remember my mom asked me like, are you attracted to Britney Spears? Do you find her attractive? You know, my, my mom was Christian. So I guess she was trying to figure out like, are you homosexual? Are you heterosexual? And I'm like, kid, like I'm not thinking about that kind of thing. But I do remember other other kids my age, you know, they were maybe thinking about that and they thought Britney Spears was real hot. You know, it's one thing for a kid to think that. But if a kid is thinking that there might be a component of, of, of innocence there, like, you know, a young boy that might think, look, oh, that woman's very beautiful. Like, you know, but I, I there's something bizarre about about how Britney Spears became a pop star in the same way that there's something bizarre about how a lot of these young women became so-called pop stars. They were taken at a very young age and they were exploited uh, by either an industry or their family or both, uh, sexualized and then sold, not just as a, as a sex symbol, uh, and in Britney's case at 15, 16, 17 years old initially, uh, but sold as a product uh, that other people profit from. And years later, 2021, we're hearing a lot about Britney Spears and I'm going to tell you all about Britney tonight and her conservatorship and what really goes on in the entertainment music industry. As we've told you for years, this is vindication of so many of the things that we've said. 
I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and there's a lot more after this. You don't want to miss tonight's show. Stay with us. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. 
If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio right here, five nights a week exclusively on The Fringe FM. I know a lot of you come to The Secret Teachings to hear our take on the music industry and the entertainment industry, both what we call the occult and the esoteric components and elements of these industries and others, mind control or what is referred to as sex kitten mind control. We've looked at old and new celebrities and musicians. Uh, We've looked at people in Hollywood who are actresses and actors, and we've seen the corruption, we've seen the rotting, and we've seen the soullessness and the evil in the entertainment industry. We've talked about it here on The Secret Teachings. We have expanded from the entertainment industry into the corporate political world. And you can see how there's a similar and direct connection between the two. You, you start looking and reading about what is happening in Hollywood. And you can see that it's not just similar, it's identical. And in some cases, it's a direct pipeline. There's a direct connection between Hollywood and cults like Nexium, the Smallville actress Allison Mack is a wonderful but unfortunate example. Last week we talked about how she released some audio of Keith Raniere talking about the branding rituals that they would perform on the new women, blackmailing them with nude photographs and then branding them with the initials KR and within those initials was also AM for Allison Mack. You look at Jeffrey Epstein and the story gets larger and the story starts to seep into areas that people don't want to don't want to acknowledge or address because it's it's one thing for a fashion designer or a billionaire, uh, you know, elitist to be compromised in an intelligence operation for social, political, economic, et cetera, control, uh, you know, over, over, uh, you know, a media empire or over, over, you know, your political position of power. Uh, it's one thing for that, but when you start getting into other, other areas and other subjects, people don't want to deal with it. And I mean, I, I get it, but People don't want to deal with it because they think it's negative. Like, oh, that's too negative. I don't want to hear about the child trafficking. I don't, I don't want to hear about the sex abuse and the, the rape and the torture. I don't want to hear about that. It's just negative. And it's like, no, it's, it, it's negative that somebody is doing that, that there are people involved in it, and that the people involved in it on one side or another are household names. 
And we, we tend to identify with authority. And so if authority is involved in these types of things, then by extension, we're supporting that. And we know that. So instead of acknowledging it, we pretend like it doesn't happen. We pretend like it isn't going on because we don't want to be compromised. We don't want to, to feel like we've contributed to it in some way, in some deep psychological way, because we supported these people, whether it's Bill Gates or it's Bill Clinton or it's Hillary Clinton or it's so many of the names in the so-called and famous black book of Jeffrey Epstein, or we don't, we don't, we don't want to really acknowledge, you know, for, for other politically biased reasons, you know, a woman was running, and a woman also, another woman, Claire Bronfman, was financing the Nexium sex cult because it's the age of Me Too. But in, it's strange, in the age of Me Too, in the age where, you know, it's a, it's a joke, on television, but it's also serious that a man should ask a woman, you know, to, to, or a woman should ask a man even to sign, you know, a paper saying that, yes, we can be intimate or yes, you can kiss me. You might think that's a joke, but, but this, this has been proposed by, by at least one that I've seen like an actual group that they want, it's, they're just injecting this into the culture that men can't be men and women can't be women. You know, and that it's harassment to even hug a woman or it's harassment to to look at a woman or to compliment a woman. And it's like in the in the age of that, in the age of cultural Marxism and social justice, there's no concern for someone like, um, you know, a pop star because they're a prissy. Uh, you know, they live in a they live in a mansion, uh, you know, a tall tower and they've got the blonde hair and they're just perfect. And what is it? But these these people aren't who a lot of us think they are. They're not living a perfect life. And it's not just because of the stress of 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 having, you know, to perform. They're not living a perfect life because they're being controlled. And I mean that, if you will, more than literally. How I mean that more than literally, we, we could examine with the case of Britney Spears. And, and obviously, this is a, a topic that everybody's talking about now. But I want to give you the secret teachings look at this because we've been talking about this a lot longer than not just a lot longer, substantially longer than people that are talking about it now because it's, it's a popular thing. And because people like us have paved the way for this to be acceptable. Uh, websites like Vigilant Citizen, uh, authors like... Um, uh, uh, Mark Devlin, uh, and, and there's so many others, uh, that radio hosts, uh, Kev Baker, a good friend of mine, he's, uh, been a, a big proponent of exposing this as well, uh, the music industry. And you start to look at it and you, and you realize, you know, it's only now acceptable to talk about because people have come before and people have come before me and have, put their reputations on the line and they've spoken about it. And it's not just like radio hosts and it's not, you know, an egotistic thing. Uh, people like uh, Rose McGowan, for example, she's been incredibly outspoken. She was just on uh, a television. I think it was on June 23rd talking about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. And, and just, I mean, from Rose McGowan to Britney Spears, own testimony uh, a few days ago in a, in a, in court, trying to get out of her conservatorship, uh, saying that she was traumatized and forced to take drugs and um, was forcibly uh, not directly sterilized, but forcibly uh, she had an, an IUD inserted so she cannot get pregnant. 
She's not allowed to, to see the people she wants to see until she performs the duties that she's forced to perform under court order, under the direction of her so-called loving father. Uh, the, this is what is really going on in Hollywood. And, and I'm sure whatever it is that Britney Spears, and you can listen to the whole audio, it's like 23, 24 minutes long of her talking to the judge in court in Los Angeles and, and trying to plea and get out of the conservatorship after she's been in it for over a decade now, uh, the stuff she says is is not just like kind of in line with, it's not just like kind of a vindication. It is literally what I've been saying and what people like Mark Devlin have been saying and Rose McGowan and, and others. You know, just I'm just a lonely radio host, you know, and Mark Devlin's just, uh, he's an author and an activist and Rose McGowan's a famous actress you know, the, the, these are people like myself who are unknown. I'm not a household name, but Rose McGowan's a household name. And from me to Rose McGowan and everybody in between, uh, the people that have said this, in, including people like Kathy O'Brien, who wasn't in the music industry, but she was trafficked as a sex slave. And, and as uh, basically she transferred information to powerful world leaders and she had, you know, personality programming. And, and, and that what was done to her by federal authorities and with within the music industry because she was married to a, a famous country musician and uh, said that a lot of the the performances where her husband would perform they were just using it was just it was everything sex trafficking and and drugs and things like that and it's the same thing in Hollywood and so we've been saying this thing this stuff this these things for so long and uh back in 2020 the 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 hashtag free Britney movement uh kind of exploded on Twitter and now in 2021 uh, it's in the news and you get very little information out of the news so let's let's start here the conservatorship uh, if you don't know what that is it's a legal mechanism and it's set up for people unable to manage their own affairs and now usually a conservatorship is for people who have a very severe mental problem and it's usually established as an absolute last resort for someone, even for someone who has a severe cognitive impairment or they have developmental dis disabilities, etc. Now, I don't know about you, but if you listen to Britney Spears or if you watched her dance and you listen to her speak and you listen to her in court, if you listen to the audio, she doesn't seem cognitively impaired uh, and she doesn't seem like she has any developmental disabilities. However, she remains under conservatorship of her father. July 1st, 2021, a judge denied a request to remove Britney Spears' father as the conservator of her estate. And it was denied, quote, without prejudice, according to the Los Angeles Superior Court. Now, Jamie Spears, her father, filed a petition to investigate the claims that his daughter raised while asking the judge to end her conservatorship. He, of course, says he has his daughter's best interests at heart. Now, her father also filed a response on the same day as the petition expressing concerns over somebody named Jody Montgomery, who was appointed as Britney Spears' temporary conservator of the person in September of 2019. He said Montgomery did not reflect her wishes. This is what Jamie Spears said, and it's funny because the argument that her father is making is that people like Jody Montgomery 
are not doing what Britney Spears wants them to do, which in a conservatorship, the person who is is legally bound to the conservator, the conservatee, they are uh, still legally supposed to have a say in what is going on and how their affairs are being handled. That's not happening in the case of Britney Spears. If it was, you know, if it was just, you know, Britney Spears wasn't a pop star, it would be a little bit different. But obviously there's hundreds of millions of dollars involved and there's a, there's an image to uphold and there's a character. And so that has to be preserved, whether it's by her father or it's by the industry or it's by both. Now, one thing I don't like, uh, you know, I like studying law, but I really don't like lawyers. And, and there's a lawyer that commented on the case for NBC News, uh, Lorianne Wright, and said that the singer's right to marry and have, you know, control over family planning are unaffected by a conservatorship. Now, I'm kind of, I'm kind of putting the cart before the horse by explaining this first. I'm kind of working backwards to reverse engineer this. Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny denied the singer's request for uh, releasing her from the conservatorship several years ago. However, they had at the time assigned a financial institution, Bessemer Trust, as Jamie Spears' co-conservator, and they put the person, uh, Jody Montgomery, as Britney Spears' conservator of the person. Britney Spears, despite all this, said um, that she felt, quote, enslaved, that she was watched every hour of the day. And of course, despite the fact that she's been watched every hour of the day and that she feels enslaved and she gave a 20 plus minute testimony to a Los Angeles judge attempting to, you know, she was pleading to be released from the conservatorship and said that she has no control over her own life. Uh, her father makes the opposite claim, says that she's, you know, he wants full control over her. And, uh, you know, Jody Montgomery, who was Britney Spears's temporary conservator of the person, doesn't reflect Britney's wishes. So there's a little bit of contradiction here because Britney says, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in this thing, and there's nothing that I can really do to get out of it. And they're controlling everything from how I change my clothes. She says they watch her change her clothes. They watch her get naked every day and change her clothes to putting her on lithium, high doses of lithium consistently, making her take other drugs, bringing her to quote unquote rehab facilities, which they did a few years ago, uh, charging her unbelievable amounts of money, $60,000 a month. And while this is all happening, and there's no privacy for Britney Spears, and she's being forced to perform and practice seven days a week against her will, the court sealed documents from public record because of concerns for Britney's privacy. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, this starts to sound like a much larger conspiracy. It sounds like one of two things to me. It sounds like either the court's are oblivious and incompetent, and the people that are in the courts, the judges, etc., are not necessarily entirely incompetent, but they're negligent in their duties, and they're listening to, to the father, and they're listening to the controlled lawyers, and 
you know, when we talk about mental health, especially in the United States of America, you know, mental health is a very, very touchy subject. And anybody can really be be classified as having a mental problem or diagnosed, quote unquote, with having a mental problem. And as soon as that happens, you lose, you know, lots of credibility. And if you've been in the conservatorship for this long, uh, you you lose a lot of not just credibility. You basically lost, you know, access to, you know, to your free autonomy as a human being. And that's what Britney Spears is, in essence, arguing that she can make her own money, make her own decisions. She shouldn't be in a conservatorship. And, and legally speaking, she shouldn't be, you know, or at minimum, she should have more control over what what's happening in her life but see the the media is making this about what is considered you know a legal conservatorship and you know they how she's you know she's mentally ill and the media doesn't let you see her testimony you have to find that separately they barely put you know no quotes in the articles you know this is all over the internet but you go to like vigilant citizen dot com and they've got the entire audio uh, uh part of the transcript and the whole audio you can listen to the whole thing on their website and uh you know i'd play it for you but it's a very lengthy you know it's a testimony and she's speaking very quickly because of the time that she was allotted uh so it's either the court is negligent because of you know once someone's got a mental health problem they're totally incompetent for the rest of their life or there are elements of the court including her lawyer um who she says that she's forced to have this lawyer she cannot uh she wants to, but she can't hire her own lawyer, then uh, it starts to make me think that perhaps, you know, they're, they're, everybody's in on it, let's say, okay? Because if, 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 if this is what's happening uh, in the court, and she can prove uh, from what I heard and from what I saw that she's completely competent and, and coherent, she should not be in a conservatorship. Now, I don't know why other people are, you know, tweeting and and I guess there have been like some people holding up signs probably in Los Angeles. I saw pictures like free Britney, free Britney. But see, I don't think people are doing that for the right reason. I think a lot of people do that because it's easy to post something on social media. It's easy to it might not be so easy to make a sign and go down and, and, and hold a sign up and say, you know, free Britney. But it's like it's just a way for people to get attention. And, and for those of us who have been following these types of stories for a decade, and some people lo- longer than I've probably, probably longer than I've been alive, but at least for a couple of decades, this is how Hollywood always operates. And, you know, people like, um, you know, Amanda Bynes, for example, uh, people like, uh, you know, uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, the, these actresses and, and pop stars, and you just, you name one. And, uh, and, and 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 it's the same story. They don't need to be in a conservatorship. This is like the 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 sanitized, whitewashed acknowledgement by mainstream sources of what happens to these celebrities in the entertainment industry. And so, in the case of Britney Spears, it's like she had a breakdown. Her father's in control. They bring in a financial institution. Uh, they they bring in coke conservators one of them resigned and now they got this person jody montgomery and the dad wants full control and there's hundreds of millions of dollars and they're forcing her to to change naked in front of them and they're forcing her to take lithium and you know it's like 
I've seen that somewhere. You know, I saw that in an episode of Black Mirror called Rachel, Jack, and Ashley 2 with Miley Cyrus, where literally that was the storyline. And uh, it was metaphoric in one way because it was they put, they put Miley Cyrus, this character Ashley, into a, an induced coma. They drugged her, and then they used this AI system to steal uh, her musical talent. And to create music from her brainwaves, basically, what she was thinking in this unconscious state. And that's a metaphor for the theft by, by basically you're putting, you know, the, the, the person into an induced state of, of, of um, you know, in some cases, total psychosis because they break. But you're putting them into a state of unconsciousness. They have no control over their own life. And then you're using their talent and you're forcing them to perform and you're making the money and then trafficking those those people in some cases as as sex slaves, as sex objects. Now, um, it, it, it's not just Britney Spears. It's a funny thing is, see, Amanda Bynes, who has, uh, you know, spent God knows how much money on her, quote unquote, medical treatment. Uh, people like Amanda Bynes, uh, just last year, she was speaking out about her conservatorship. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many other celebrities are under something like this, but um, Amanda Bynes has been under conservatorship since 2013. She has no control over her finances, no control over her public appearances. She has no control over her medical decisions. This is also what literally happened in Black Mirror in the episode Rachel, Jack, and Ashley 2. So whether it's Amanda Bynes or it's Britney Spears or whatever, you know, the acknowledgement of this in newspapers and in, in television, like with Rose McGowan going on Tucker Carlson, like I don't necessarily think I probably agree with Rose McGowan's political views, but what she says about Hollywood is indisputably true. And, that's a positive component of of media coverage, but a lot of the media coverage is just brush it under the rug, whitewash it, but acknowledge it and take control of the narrative because the same corporate scum controlling NBC News and NPR are, are the same types of scum controlling the, the big record labels and controlling you know the, the 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 places in which and and the and the contracts and the places in which these people perform and the money that's made and the you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like slight acknowledgement there. And then and then Hollywood, to take control of the narrative further, they cut they have this Black Mirror episode, uh, Rachel Jack and Ashley too, where Miley Cyrus, and she did an interview on this, uh, she told L uh, L magazine, they gave me the script and were like, let us know if you're interested. And I read it and was like, it's not even if I'm interested or not. It's just that no one else can play this because this is my life. Like, you just took my life. The character is me. They twisted it up the way they always do, but the industry is already pretty dark, and at times I've definitely felt like Ashley O. I still do. Making this record, I felt like Ashley O. at times. She gave that interview to Elle magazine. That's a pretty big magazine. She said that this character is her. Nobody else could play this. They literally wrote the character for her, asked her, asked her if she wants to do it. She does the episode, and in, in the episode, 
as a performer, as this Ashley person, it's her aunt as the conservator. Her aunt is the conservator. Her aunt has control over her finances, her public appearances. Her aunt and her other handlers are drugging her. They're watching her, and she starts to realize this. She starts to become conscious. She becomes more autonomous. She, she, she regains some of her, of, of her freedom uh, mentally, at the, at, the, at the least. And she starts to, there's a scene where she's performing a song on the piano, and she's talking about being you know, caged and controlled. And her aunt starts getting suspicious. And uh, as the episode progresses, Ashley starts, it's Miley Cyrus, she starts to not only become more consciously aware of what's happening, but she rejects it. And she refuses to take her medication, so her aunt drugs her, and they put her into a coma. And they tell the fans that she's had you know, an allergic reaction and had to be taken to the hospital, where they proceed to steal her intellectual property and her intellectual, you know, her talents. Uh, so, you know, I, I think I've been guilty of it in the past, looking at these people and being like, I Miley Cyrus, you know, Britney Spears, like, screw these people. Uh, it's not that I feel sorry for them, per se. Uh, you know, or it's like, I, you know, I've said, like, I, it's pop stars, I can't stand these, these people. Like, I, it's not even talent. And, you know, in some ways it's not talent, but Lady Gaga, she's talented. Britney Spears is talented. Miley Cyrus, is, they're talented people. Otherwise, the industry wouldn't be using them in the way that they are. So they're, they're certainly talented, and that's why they're being used in this way. Uh, and the, the, the idea of stealing that, that through the AI system in the Black Mirror episode, Miley Cyrus's like thoughts and her, and her talents, that's what's happening to Britney Spears through a conservatorship. She's performing you know, m- multiple days a week, two shows a day, I think in, in Vegas, because she's still in Vegas. They had big posters up for her when I was there. And she's, uh, she's being forced to, you know, to practice, to perform. She has no control over reproduction, over her finances, over her daily routines. Uh, you know, a chef comes in and cooks for her. She is absolutely the definition of a slave. She is a slave to the industry. She is a slave to her handlers. She's a slave to her father. Now, we think that a father wouldn't do this to their child. And um, we have a hard time, you know, comprehending that. How, how could a father do that to their child? And that's why, you know, the father probably has legal, you know, legal representatives that and, and PR people and the father comes out and NBC News reports the father Jamie Spears is like well you know I, I we I should have control of my daughter because the co-conservator doesn't have her best interest at heart and I'm her father and I should be there to take care of her and it's like dude you've been taking care of your daughter for over a decade and her, your daughter is coherent and she's conscious and she's clean She's, she says that she feels like a slave and she's trapped and she can't get out. And, and there's nothing that the courts will do to really help her. And there's nothing that otherwise legally is going to be done. The court has to overturn the conservatorship, you know. And so he makes those claims and, and that plays with, with, with people that are watching the case, you know, with Brittany, who free Brittany. It plays on 
the average person's goodwill. Like, well, if her father is really concerned, like, well, I mean, he should, he's probably taking care of her. My dad wouldn't do that to me, right? It just plays on people's goodwill and their good nature. Meanwhile, her, her mother, uh, her mother, uh, her mother and her father, they had uh, they were filing for divorce back in the eighties and um, over infidelity. And according to her mother, uh, <laughs> her dad is a is a raging alcoholic, and um, it was extremely violent. Now I I don't know maybe he isn't, but it, it just fits the bill. It just fits the narrative. It just fits the it it fits the whole Hollywood system, the abuse. The alcoholism, the drugs, the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, the fact that Brittany says that she feels um, enslaved is interesting considering that she performed a, a, a long, long time ago a song called I'm a Slave for You. I'm a Slave for You. Remember that? Now, obviously, if you, you listen to the song, you know, there's, there's, a, there's another meaning there. She says, I, I know I may be young, but I've got feelings too, and I need to do what I feel like doing, so let me go and just listen. All you people look at me like I'm a little girl. Well, did you ever think it'd be okay for me to step into this world? Always saying, little girl, don't step into the club. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why cause dancing's what I love. Get it, get it, get it, and the song goes on. I'm a slave for you. I cannot hold it. I cannot control it. I'm a slave for you. I won't deny it. I'm not trying to hide it, baby. You don't want to dance up on me, et cetera. And just goes on. Uh, that song came out in 2001. This was uh, eight, nine years before she had her quote-unquote breakdown, the shaving of the head, and she was placed under conservatorship. Now, was she under that kind of control back then? I would suspect, yeah, uh, she absolutely was. She was 15 when she signed with Jive Records in 1997. By 1999, she put out her first album, Baby, One More Time, and she became you know, a very prominent symbol of sex, even though she was very young. I mean, the bottom line is Britney Spears, from everything that I've read and, 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 the, and the typical nature of the industry uh her father involved and and the legal components of it forcing her lying forcing her into conservatorship making her stay lying to her controlling her uh med- medication like amanda Bynes, controlling her whether or not she can get pregnant family planning controlling who who she can see and control just everything uh, britney is a slave to the industry uh, britney spears is a slave to her father She's a slave to the character that has that has been created uh, in her image that the industry controls. And despite all the evidence and all the proof, the court still just dismissed the the plea. And so people like myself are left thinking, well, are the courts just incompetent? Are, are what what's happening with Britney Spears and 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 furthermore nobody really is talking about it Amanda Bynes has been under conservatorship since 2013 you know and Miley Cyrus you know her father Billy Ray Cyrus Miley Cyrus uh you know 
years ago. Uh, said that he feels like his daughter is just being used. And, and uh, he feels that he's being used by her her handlers. So there's a lot more going on in Hollywood entertainment than Britney Spears. And we're going to break this down more when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. Grab a book. Supports the show, the network, and you. Check out our affiliates as well www.thesecretteachings.info We'll be back. Lifting the veil and peering into the abyss should only be done with the proper tools. Get them right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And don't forget to download the Fringe FM app for free for your mobile device. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. 
What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, exclusively on The Fringe FM, broadcasting around the world, Monday through Friday, on The Fringe FM app, Talk Stream Live, the Paranormal Radio app, and more. If you missed a show, go to our website, thesecretteachings.info, subscribe to the full show archive, get access to not only to the shows, but to all the montages and my books in digital PDF form. When you subscribe for one year, because we have weekly, monthly, and yearly subscriptions, there's a subscribe tab at the top of the page. You subscribe for one year, it's $50. You get access to all of that, and it's a great deal because you'll also get one of my books, a physical copy, shipped free to you, Anywhere in the United States, we do ship overseas. Costs a little bit more for that. Autographed. And you can pick whatever book you want. Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. I don't really promote The Technological Elixir as much as I should, but that book is jam-packed with everything from the music industry to UFOs to artificial intelligence, quantum computers, you name it. It's all packed into that book. You can grab the books separately as well. It's all on the website, www.thesecretteaching.info. And go check out our affiliates now, Pro One Water Filters and US Plus Health. You can go to our website and look at the slider bar at the top of the page. 
it slides every few seconds and you'll see a promotion for the water filters and a promotion for the the um, US plus health company very small company American company both of them American companies uh, water filters get yourself a water filter it's well worth the money I've had mine for now almost six years never had an issue with it uh, very simple to put together it's like five pieces it's like a lid the top and bottom part of the container uh, the spigot and the screw and the screw slash the, there's a screw on the bottom for the the filter that goes in the middle it's just a few pieces it's a gravity fed water filter they also have them for the shower go check that out we get a percentage of that but it doesn't cost you any money again www.thesecretteachings.info it supports the show it supports the network and it supports you uh, and in that way we don't have to be a slave to the industry like people such as Britney Spears or Amanda Bynes or people like Miley Cyrus and the list of course just goes on and on and on and on and on and I could sit here and I could name you know or you could sit there and you could name dozens of people that are under the same kind of of control as Britney Spears and others but uh, I'm just thinking about these three people because Britney Spears has been in the news uh, for the last year uh, last year in 2020 uh, the free Britney movement uh, I think that's when it officially began uh, but in 2021 now it's a it's a big uh, news story uh, Britney Spears's conservatorship and her going to court to try to get out of it and for those of you who don't know what a conservatorship is maybe you missed the first hour it's where if someone is is incapable of taking care of their own uh, affairs, uh, financial affairs, uh, day-to-day um, things that they need to do. Some people enter into a conservatorship willingly. Uh, most people are ordered by court into a conservatorship to become a conservatee. And when that happens, they, they usually lose control over um, all the aspects of their life, from finances to medical decisions. Now, in a lot of ways, um, you don't need a conservatorship for that to happen. Uh, one, you could just be really bad at negotiating contracts, uh, have a really, really bad attorney uh, who doesn't know what they're doing, uh, and you could get into some very bad situations legally when we're talking about the entertainment industry in general, assigning deals and, and performing and making content. Uh, other times, you know, outside of the, outside of a contract that you might sign, some of these people uh, willingly get into the industry and might do some things that they might regret, but they do and do them because then they become famous and they get the wealth, and then they usually regret it, and then they start, you know, they start talking or they start making music here or there that kind of is like a warning. Uh, and, you know, it's like, well, why would the industry let them do that? Well, it's because the industry, the music industry, uh, and Britney Spears is a really great example of that, loves symbolism. Uh, and there's a, there's a video, uh, 2013, a video, it's a song uh, called Work Bitch. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like people would be more upset that I said bitch than they would be about what the song portrays. And if you watch the video of Work Bitch, and it's just, it, to me, it's not really, it's not really a song. Uh, but she's, Britney Spears is singing in the video saying that if you want all the fancy things, you want to look good in the bikini, if you want a Bugatti, you know, you want a Maserati, you want to go to Paris and party, you want to be hot, you got to get to work, bitch. And um, 
the performance is out in the desert. They've got like a Lamborghini driving around this little white slab of, of, of what is like a dance floor. But Brittany in the song is the master and she's controlling these other slaves. And as the video progresses, um, you know, she's standing on this platform over water with a bunch of sharks swimming around her uh, in this pinkish red dress, which has its own important significance. But she's a master in this video. And as the video progresses, it gets very bizarre uh, at the end where she's standing on an upside down uh, triangle uh, or pyramid. And she has the leashes of all these other slaves. This is just, you know, the last part of the video here it might seem out of context, but this is uh, Mark 316 in the video Work Bitch by Britney Spears. She has this uh, handful of leash controlling all these slaves. And as she says, you better work, bitch, all these mannequins in a separate shot explode. So she's got control. And this just part of the video just gets very raunchy very quickly. She's got control of these slaves with these ears on. So sex kitten mind control once again. Uh, the archetype to Marilyn Monroe and others, uh, the relationship. And so she's holding these the leashes of the slaves, and the video starts to get rapid and fast, almost subliminal, just back, back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between these different images. And so they show her holding the leash of these slaves, and it cuts between uh, Britney Spears and the dancers, uh, you know, performing their normal dance routine, and then they cut to what looks like, you know, a, 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 a porn set. And there's these girls in lingerie touching each other and one's got a mask on. So it's like a little BDSM and the music just, it starts ramping up. And it, when I listen to this kind of stuff, I, I get, I I'm disturbed on a deep level. It disturbs me because it, I like, it sounds it sounds like when I listen to it, I'm not supposed to be conscious anymore. It, I feel it pulling me into a lower state of awareness, which frequency can obviously do. And this, this is, I believe, what's how these, these songs and how the industry produces this content. And then you see the mannequins that are blindfolded explode into pieces in slow motion, which is, you know, has an important significance in the video in relationship to the slaves, Mannequins. Of course, Britney did a, um, a song called Mannequin for the for the uh, the album Circus. And some of the promotional material for that, she had kind of like in sync, no strings attached, and she had strings attached to her. Uh, but you know what? Britney Spears is just one example. And... What has been done to Britney Spears through the this so-called legal conservativeship is uh, it's something that's also been done to Amanda Bynes. Remember Amanda Bynes? If you're if you're around my age, you probably remember Amanda Bynes. Uh, she was on uh, Nickelodeon. Uh, she had the Amanda Show, and she's done a lot of other stuff. And she became she became mocked and criticized when she showed up to uh, to court. <laughs> years ago, I'll never forget this. Uh, she, Amanda Bynes showed up to court and she claimed that she had a microchip placed 
into her brain. And you can still find mainline news articles on this. Amanda Bynes claims that she has a microchip in her brain that makes her tweet bad things. Back in 2014, she was admitted to a Pasadena, California facility on an involuntary emergency psychiatric hold. Funny enough, Britney Spears was also forced into a similar situation. Britney Spears gave a testimony just a few days ago, 24-minute testimony on June 23rd to Los Angeles probate judge Brenda Penny. Listen to the whole audio if you go to the internet and search for it. You can find it on Vigilant Citizen as well. They're a really great website, or you can just contact us, and I'll send you a link to it. So I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll, I'll read you one of the statements that she made. She said, to recap, I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do, my management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to find an attorney. And my contract, my own management would sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. He handed me a sheet of paper as I got off the stage in Vegas and said I had to sign it. It was very threatening and scary. And with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and I did the tour. So she gets, she's done with her performance in Vegas, and she's forced to you know, do her, her typical uh, you know, practicing, rehearsing multiple nights a week. And uh, at that time, uh, Britney Spears... Uh, went to see a therapist. And she says, three days later, after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All this was false. He immediately, the next day, put me on lithium out of nowhere. He put me, uh, took me off all my normal meds that I'd been on for five years. And she said, lithium is a very, very strong and completely different medication compared to what I'm used to, or what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. But he put me on it, or put me on that, and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. She goes on to say, there were six different nurses in my home, and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for a month. Over the two-week holiday, this was later in the story, over the two-week holiday, a lady came into my house for four hours a day, sat me down, and did a psych test on me. It took forever. But I was told I had to. Then, after I got off, uh, then I after, afterwards I got a phone call from my dad, basically saying I'd failed the test or whatever, whatever. I'm sorry, Brittany. Her dad says you have to listen to your doctors. They're planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay sixty thousand dollars a month for this. She says I cried on the phone for an hour, and he loved every minute of it. She said, I work seven days a week, no days off, which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking. So Amanda Bynes in 2014 was taken to a, a facility on involuntary emergency psychiatric hold. Same thing happened to, to Britney Spears. And, uh, you know, when you start to look at this uh, as, as a pattern rather than coincidental, and rather than just the, the breakdown of, of somebody who's under a lot of stress, you realize this is the standard operating procedure in the entertainment industry. And uh, if you watch the TV show Black Mirror, and uh, you, you watch the newest season, 
Uh, you'll see an episode there called Rachel, Jack, and Ashley, too. And if you haven't seen it, I advise you to go watch it because it, it sums up in, in a very entertaining way uh, the s- explicit details that I'm giving you on the show tonight and, and other, on other shows where we do this type of subject. And uh, you watch that episode, and it's literally Miley Cyrus playing this, this girl having an alter personality like Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. And when she's playing the girl, uh, the singer, her aunt is her conservator. Her aunt has control of her finances and her public appearances and tells her what to say. So family member, again, just like Britney Spears' dad. Uh, Miley Cyrus, though, begins to become aware of what's happening, and she starts to write music to that effect. And so they, they, they ultimately drug her, they induce coma, and they start to steal her talent. Now, that's the metaphor. But Miley Cyrus was actually taken uh, to a hospital because of a so-called allergic reaction. And that's what they claimed in the TV show when they drugged her, that she was having an allergic reaction when, in fact, she had been drugged because she refused to take her medicine and because she refused to continue performing as this, this other personality, this other character. And she even told Elle magazine about the part that when they gave her the script and asked her if she was interested, she read it and said, it's not even if I'm interested or not. It's just that no one else can play this because this is my life. Like, you, you just took my life. The character is me. They twisted it up the way they always do, but the industry is already pretty dark, and at times I've definitely felt like Ashley O. I still do. Making this record, I felt like Ashley O. at times. That episode of Black Mirror came out in 2019, and in 2020, the, 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 Britney, uh, the Free Britney movement became uh, much more popular and really started to, to kind of, I guess you could say, explode and people demanded as it's a social justice movement um they they demanded that britney spears's dad be removed from her conservatorship and britney be set free 2021 it's in the news it's in the news britney spears conservatorship it's newsweek it's every publication from yahoo news and newsweek to npr and nbc news it's all over the place uh, even Elon Musk tweeted, free Britney. Uh, other celebrities, uh, Rose McGowan, who's been incredibly outspoken about Britney Murphy and Britney Spears. In fact, Br- Britney Murphy's an interesting character because, you know, there, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of people that just read into too much on social media. But Rose McGowan uh, has been more than... She's been, well, I guess you could say less than cryptic about her views on things and what goes on in Hollywood. Uh, Rose McGowan uh, tweeted about Brittany Murphy, and she basically said that Brittany Murphy was a really wonderful person, and Hollywood, because she didn't have the standard you know, marks of beauty, Hollywood really abused her even more than some of the other women and made her feel like she was worthless, and they just used her and abused her. But she said, quote, there's another Britney on my mind today. There's another Britney on my mind today. 
one that is alive, one that can be saved from the leeches that are controlling and trafficking her. Of course, that other Britney was Britney Spears. And, you know, Rose McGowan was one of the original Harvey Weinstein accusers. And uh, Rose McGowan, if you remember, Rose McGowan released, uh, I think it was last year in 2020, she released uh, an album called Planet Nine. And if you go back into some of these so-called cryptic tweets, Britney Spears had made posts on Twitter about Planet Nine. And then Rose McGowan produced an album called Planet Nine. And, uh, and you can read the, the details of that. And uh, just a few weeks after Britney's post about this Planet Nine, uh, might not be what you think, uh, Rose McGowan said Britney Spears was being trafficked. She was being controlled. She was being sex trafficked. Now, I'm going to let you listen to ro- what Rose McGowan said on, on Tucker Carlson. And I know it's like, oh my God, it's Tucker Carlson and it's conservative news. If it was on CNN, I would let you listen to it. Okay, I'm not biased toward the news source. I like Tucker Carlson personally, but I don't like Fox News and I don't like CNN. But Rose McGowan did the interview on Fox News because Tucker Carlson seems to be one of the last remaining human beings and journalists in the United States of America. So she goes on to Tucker Carlson. And this is just a little bit of what she had to say. Dr. Carlson asks her about Brittany. This is what Rose McGowan had to say. Good. Well, in my opinion, and in many others, it's bad. Imagine you're a 25-year-old young woman or young human who has been forced to perform since as long as she could walk to support her family. Her father put her under conservatorship at age 25. Many in the media laughed and scorned her when she shaved her head. I lived in Hollywood during that time, and I've made it my life's mission to tell all of you out there what so many of you really know deep down, that fame and Hollywood and the media machine are rotten to the core, and they do hurt, and they do damage. At age 25, her father and a judge ruled, uh, with many paid-off doctors' help, that Britney Spears had dementia. So... Since then, she's gone on to do a five-year residency in Vegas, two shows a day. She's gone on a tour in 2018. And what happened today is literally a cultural landmark moment. It is a cultural reset. She got to speak for the first time, I believe, in her life, honestly and openly. And what has been done to her is horrific. And I know it seems like, why should we care about a, a rich pop princess, right? But I think it's deeper than that. And I think it goes to what you talk a lot about, which is the rot in the machine and how society also plays a part in a weird form of oppression. Man, I mean, you've you've pushed all my buttons, I have to say. I mean, the idea that the individual is crushed by forces larger than her and that deep down it really is rotten and that people are treated as disposable objects rather than as human beings with souls. I mean, that's all, that's all a display every single day. So, pardon my ignorance, but quickly, conservatorship means she can't make basic life decisions for herself? 
Absolutely none. She can make no decisions. When she sees her kids, uh, what medicine she takes. She said today, Britney Spears said they put her on lithium. That is an incredibly helpful drug for some, but a hardcore drug. She said she was doped out, I'm summarizing. And she, I think, is ready to blow the lid. She said today she's so angry it's insane. And I understand that kind of rage after being the Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm listening intently. Oh, sorry, I heard something. So, you know, the thing is, I was the first one to go on the record about Harvey Weinstein and that kind of sickness and the people that are truly putting your entertainment in your head. And while we've all been entertained by Britney Spears, she's been being tortured. And I know it, it, it seems like one person. But they've done this to women and humans and whistleblowers and people they don't like. And, and really, like you said, Tucker, the people, the monsters in power that control the puppet, not just her, but like the message it sends to every girl or every boy out there that you are disposable and the elite can own you. That's absolutely right. And you listen to that and you just heard some of the most honest, truthful commentary that you'll ever hear on news and that you'll ever hear from a Hollywood celebrity. That's exactly what happens in Hollywood. And in 2018, when Britney Spears was taken to that, that mental home for rehab, it's very similar to what happened to Kanye West, very similar to what happened to Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes was placed under conservatorship a year before she was taking, uh, taken uh, to a facility on involuntary emergency psychiatric uh, reasons, uh, holds, uh, they called it a hold. Uh, Amanda Bynes can't take control of her finances, her medicine, anything. It's the same exact situation. Amanda Bynes, Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus, hell, Kanye West, and others that might be more willing to participate in the mechanism, like Marshall Mathers, Eminem, and Lady Gaga. You know, her song, uh, one of the, I guess you could say one of her most popular songs, uh, Lady Gaga, is about her being sold as a sex slave. Bad romance. It's prolific. And Rose McGowan just set it up on Tucker Carlson. And I'll tell you what, when you start to look into the details of this, you're going to see more than just what on the surface is referred to as a sex slave. It's a lot deeper and a lot darker than just sex trafficking, folks. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM and join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs and demonic pacts 
made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and US Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. It's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Britney Spears is a slave, not only for you, the consumer, but to the industry. I'm a slave for you. I'm a slave to the industry. This song came out in 2001, long before she shaved her head and long before she was placed in a conservatorship. It's a great example of control 
in the music industry. And it's crazy because at this point in 2001, Britney Spears, she signed her contract in 1997 at 15, making her 19 years old when she made this song, I'm a Slave for You. I'm a slave to the music industry. Now, you say, that's not what the song's about, Ryan. You're stretching, you're stupid, you don't get it. And it's like, at this point, with Rose McGowan on national te- television, exposing Harvey Weinstein and Britney Spears, and, 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 and she was, Rose McGowan goes on Taco Carlson, she said, this isn't just Britney Spears, this is men too. This is other women in the industry. This is what they're promoting to, to children, to people that are watching and listening to this stuff. This is the, the, the rot and the corruption in media and in entertainment. Now, how far Rose McGowan goes, how, how she really feels on an internal level, is she expressing everything? I don't know. But I can tell you that all you need to do is start putting a pen to the dots, and you'll see what's happening in Hollywood, in entertainment, in politics, in business, and in global affairs. Give you an example. How about Beyonce? You know, Queen B, Beyonce. One of her former drummers claims that Beyonce molested her with dark magic. Sounds like a bizarre thing, but according to court documents obtained by The Blast, Kimberly Thompson says she used to work for Beyonce. She was a drummer for seven years. That's a long time. She claimed that Beyonce harassed her using extreme witchcraft and dark magic and, quote, magic spells of sexual molestation. She also claims that Beyonce murdered her kitten. Is this someone who just wants publicity? Was she fired and just decided to spread some rumors? Okay, well, how about Mariah Carey, who Britney Spears was photographed with, both of them on the left and right side of a guy who looks like he was on, you know, six different hallucinogens at the same time and pumped full of heroin, Uh, and it was for... I believe that was Mariah Carey's birthday. Mariah Carey's sister, in August of 2020, we talked a lot about this here on the show, made accusations against her mother. Uh, Allison Carey made a- accusations against their mother. Mariah Carey's her sister. Uh, Patricia Carey, 83 years old, and she's su- uh, in a summons filed with the New York Supreme Court in February of 2020. It's funny, the only people that cover this is Fox News. So it's like, oh, it's conservative news. Well, uh, she filed it in court. So I, I, guess it's, I guess it's just conservative news that she filed it in court, right? It's, it's a Fox News story that was made up. But the court document says that the 57-year-old um, Allison Carey claims her mother allowed men to engage in sexual acts with her when she was 10 years old. And she was, quote, made... Uh, was made to witness uh, people engaged in sexual acts with adults and children. According to the suit, the sexual abuse occurred, quote, or during, rather, quote, middle-of-the-night satanic worship meetings that included ritual sacrifice. She said, quote, the ceremonies or rituals, whatever you want to call them, were always between 2 and 4 a.m., and they weren't every day 
or every week rather, as far as I can remember, just certain days. Everyone would wear long robes with black hoods. Funny because a couple of the accusers of the notorious pedophile in the UK, Jimmy Saville, claimed the same thing. They would be abused, raped, and tortured by people in black robes, some of them wearing masks. This is what Mariah Carey's sister is claiming. She claims that she was part of the satanic worship meetings where there were ritual sacrifices performed. Beyonce's former drummer claims the singer molested her with sexual black magic. You know, where where are they getting this stuff at? Are they just are they watching too many YouTube? Are they watching David Wilcock? Like where are they getting this stuff at? And then you got people like Billie Eilish, who we famously uh broke down and reassembled not only her name, which is very significant, Billie Eilish, Ball Elish, Ball the first king of hell on high, but her personification of this demon in her music and the desire to kill and to rape and to torture and to drug and to abuse those people that are part of this system. Her song, Bury a Friend, has everything from levitation, a power granted to the woman making the deal with the devil or anybody making a deal with the devil to the witch. A shout-out to Marilyn Monroe when a bunch of random hands ripped Billie Eilish's shirt to needles put into her back so that she was drugged, her eyes changing color, being pulled down into the darkness into hell, making contracts with the devil, and burying one of her friends in what amounts to a sacrifice, hence the name of the song, Bury a Friend, in order to obtain fame and then not too long ago she did the song i've got everything she ever wanted everything that i wanted 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 you know that creepy song what do you think is happening in the industry billy eilish is a very young girl britney spears is older now you know she's not the same sex kitten that she was when she was uh you know signing a contract at 15 years old you know, and then at 19, doing a song saying that she's a slave for you. And just like Rose McGowan said, uh, society participates in this. Society participates when they watch and listen and support this. So Rose McGowan, interestingly enough, and I don't think that she meant this as a reference, but it's like, it's like Britney Spears' song, I'm a slave for you. Is it not? I'm a slave for you. I'm a slave to the industry for you, the person who is being entertained, who is buying the CD, who's supporting me and, and, and the music and liking what I do. But the industry controls me. And Rose McGowan said this stuff, you know, in the general theme on Tucker Carlson on the 23rd of June this year. I'll let you listen to another moment of that. People are treated like uh, just disposable objects. And that it's not just Britney Spears. It's others in the industry. People are treated as disposable objects rather than as human beings with souls. I mean, that's all that's all on display every single day. So pardon my ignorance, but quickly, conservatorship means she can't make basic life decisions for herself. 
Absolutely none. She can make no decisions. When she sees her kids, uh, what medicine she takes. She said today, Britney Spears said they put her on lithium. That is an incredibly helpful drug for some, but a hardcore drug. She said she was doped out, I'm summarizing. And she, I think, is ready to blow the lid. She said today she's so angry it's insane. And I understand that kind of rage after being the Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm listening intently. Oh, sorry, I heard something. So, you know, the thing is, I was the first one to go on the record about Harvey Weinstein and that kind of sickness and the people that are truly putting your entertainment in your head. And while we've all been entertained by Britney Spears, she's been being tortured. And I know it, it, it seems like one person. But they've done this to women and humans and whistleblowers and people they don't like. And, and really, like you said, Tucker, the people, the monsters in power that control the puppet, not just her, but like the message it sends to every girl or every boy out there that you are disposable and the elite can own you. So I, so I think it matters. I do. And the entertainment that they put into your head, entertain means to direct attention. And where attention goes, that's where energy goes. So you go beyond what Rose McGowan is saying, way beyond Harvey Weinstein and even beyond the mind control of Britney Spears and people like Amanda Bynes, who's also under a conservatorship, and Miley Cyrus, who has handlers, and you know the same classic story over and over and over again for those who care to listen, care to hear, and care to participate in the conversation about things that really matter and things that affect your life. It's not Britney Spears is a pop star. Why do I care? You know, personally, I'm not, in, I'm not saying free Britney on Facebook. It's not what I'm, I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about you listening to Britney Spears. Well, I don't listen to Britney Spears. Well, you're still missing the point. Britney Spears is a microcosm. And she's quickly becoming a macrocosm in what she is, for the first time ever, being able to express in court, in public. And the media is trying to spin it. She's becoming a macrocosm because what's happening to her still today, right this moment, is happening to probably thousands of women who you've never heard of in Hollywood. It's happening to probably thousands of men you've heard of and never heard of in Hollywood. And it's happening to children. It happened to the big, tough, very, I think he's very funny, Terry Crews, former football player. In a ton of movies, comedy, he's in Arrested Development. He says he was sexually assaulted at a party. I mean, have you seen this guy? This guy, I don't, he's like over six foot tall, big muscles. Uh, he's, he's a hilarious actor. And uh, he's he was molested at a party. And uh, so... A big, tough guy is molested, uh, young women molested, and then children. And it's just anytime it comes out, the, the issue is always, always walked around. You know, I go to like VigilantCitizen.com, for example, and I always, I've looked at their website for over a decade now. And uh, they have like the whole, the whole audio of Britney Spears' testimony, and they've got, you know, the, the, the link to it, you can go listen to it. But you listen to or watch or read mainstream news, and they don't, they don't mention anything. There's no mention of anything Britney Spears said. There's like a brief mention on NPR, you know, and I imagine if they were, if they were talking about it on the radio, it would be, Britney Spears says that she had an IUD inserted so she couldn't get pregnant. 
and then they bring on an expert to talk about it. Britney Spears has dementia. She's delusional. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But if you listen to what she actually said, she's very conscious, very aware, knows what's happening. People like Rose McGowan, who came out against Harvey Weinstein, same thing. I mean, why do you think the, the when it finally comes out, there's always attention focused on the most minor, insignificant detail? An actress who gave a blowjob to some guy for a part in a movie. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't even necessarily think that you're a whore. You just, you made a business deal. You suck some, some D, you got a part in a movie. All right, folks, that's how the real world works. But that's the most minor, insignificant thing. Okay, the next level is a woman or a man who was forced to participate in that sexual act. They were beaten. They were raped. They were tortured. Maybe they got the part in the movie. Maybe they didn't. You go beyond that. You get into the Allison Mack from Hollywood sex cult, branding women, blackmailing women, funded by a woman, Claire Bronfman. You get Oprah trafficking women to Harvey Weinstein. You get John of God with another connection to Oprah Winfrey. Oh, but she's, she's a woman. She couldn't do that. She's black. She definitely couldn't do that. And then you keep going and you find children with Brian Singer. And you find children with Jeffrey Epstein. And you find Liebensborg, modern-day Liebensborn programs in New Mexico and impregnating women with Epstein's sperm to create a super race. And then you go beyond that, and Rose McGowan really summarized it very well, very articulate, where she said, these are the people that are putting the entertainment in your head. And she is absolutely 100% right. They are putting the entertainment in your head. Entertainment is the directionalizing of energy and intention. They are programming you. That's why it's called television programming. They are programming you through frequencies and sounds, through lyrics, vibrations of words, of symbols, magical spells and incantations, rituals that you watch in the music video. And you pay for it with your attention. You pay for it with your energy. You pay for it with currency, money. You pay for it with your soul. And so when people just throw the word satanic around, I don't like that very much. But if you break it down like that and then you explain to me, it's satanic based on those components. I agree. It's satanic based on those elements. It is satanic. It's void of life. This goes beyond mind control. It goes beyond even the abuse of children. This is a, a spiritual war. These are rituals, and these are very, very bad people, to say the absolute least. You want proof of that and evidence of that, I've given you the, the most minor bit of evidence I can tonight. But, you know, it, listen to the story of Kathy O'Brien, or hell, listen to the, the very short, term ex-husband of Britney Spears, uh, Jason Alexander, not not George from Seinfeld, but Jason Alexander. I think he was an MMA fighter. And uh, he he I think he told it was U.S. Weekly and there was a Huffington Post article about it. And I was reading some of this earlier today that uh, Britney Spears, when she became engaged with Jason Trawick, Trawick, I think was his name. Uh, Jason Alexander said uh, that it's just all fake. There's no connection uh, they're just going through the motions. It's just, it relates to the conservatorship, he said. He said it was a court thing, but it was the conservatorship. And then it's just, he, he actually said, sort of a nice way to sew it all up, she marries her handler. 
I have no idea who this Jason Alexander guy is other than, you know, a few statements I've heard him make and just his connection to Britney Spears. This was back in 2011. Uh, that was in uh, the Huffington Post. But but that's what Kathy that's what happened to Kathy O'Brien. She was forced to marry her handler. And, you know, of course, Britney Spears has also gone through these other breakdowns, you know, where she remember when she had the pink wig on. And she started speaking in these British accents. People Magazine reported that. You watch the, just a couple videos, I'm a slave for you, or, I don't know, watch the, she has a, she has a song called Mannequin. Remember that from, I think it's from Circus. And uh, then, you know, then there's Work Bitch, where she's, ironically, uh, but it's, it's an aggressive, it's an aggressive, iron, ironic portrayal of how in control the industry is of Britney Spears, where they make her the master and they make all the other dancers the slaves, where she's whipping them and controlling them that if they want to become famous and they want to, they want all these things and they're going to have to do what the master tells them to do. How can that be acceptable in any way, shape, or form when you've got morons who some of them think they're doing the right thing, protesting at universities and downtown burning buildings down. Get rid of the word master. Get rid of the word slave. Oh, my God, I'm triggered by something that happened 300 years ago. And yet Britney Spears is literally a modern-day slave of the entertainment industry. She can't, she can't decide what food she wants to eat. In some of the things I've read, she, can't, she definitely has no control over their medicine. They put her on lithium back in 2018. She doesn't control her appearances. She can't see her boyfriend when she wants. She is she can't have a child. They put an IUD into her, so they're basically forcibly sterilizing her. In effect, these are the things that are man. It's happening to Amanda Bynes, Miley Cyrus, and so many others. Some do it willingly. I think Lady Gaga is one who does it willingly. In my opinion, I think she's a very talented. I think she's a brilliant woman, but she participates because she said, "I live for the applause." Right? She wants the fame and the attention. A lot of the people that get into this don't know that. And a lot of people that we that we we talk about Britney Spears, there are probably a thousand people, women and men. How about Kanye West, for example, his psychiatric breakdown? And then they got to take Kanye and Amanda Bynes and Britney Spears to these these compounds. They're Hollywood compounds in Pasadena or wherever it is. And they're like, oh, we got to take you to this compound for psychiatric care. And then they watch like Britney Spears. I was reading this. She said these people lived in her house. Uh, the nurses, 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week security. Uh, a chef came into the house and cooked. She said, they watched me change every day, naked, morning, noon, and night. My body, I had no privacy door for my room. I gave eight vials of blood a week. I couldn't even walk out the front door. I was traumatized. I was punished. This was just a few years ago that this happened. She made that statement on June, uh, back in uh, late June, just a few days ago. And then, you know, you watch um, some of her other videos, and it's just the same crap that you'll see in an Ariana Grande video. It's the splitting of the personality and this weird blackish, uh, uh, black, uh, I call it the black goo, um, this possessive black mirror, liquid black mirror force in the song with a Will I Am, Scream and Shout. You listen to some of this song, it's the same exact crap. Britney Spears in that black, oily clothing. Will I Am is in black, oily clothing. The gold glasses. Song starts off by him selecting a butterfly. There's your MK Ultra mind control programming. 
and it's very similar to the clothing, the black and the gold that in the in the in the advertisement for the Fame perfume with Lady Gaga. It's what she wore. It's literally the same thing over and over again. Do they just are they not creative? But it's, see, it's just it's just about the club, though. It's just about all eyes on us. It's just about the club, but they're they're watching us. They watching us. And her body just like multiplies multiple personalities. You know, like the ones where they split and they have a different personality and they can speak, you know, with an accent just naturally. <clears throat> As a song progresses, uh, they're making like a 3D mannequin of Will I Am. And it's a catchy, it's catchy, right? Remember this song? 2012? Should take note of Will I Am's hat, too, with what looks like a monster is eating his head. And, and, and clearly, I don't really think this is music. Uh, I doubt that any of you think this is music. There's a scene at 1 minute 27 seconds. It's a quick flash between two scenes. You see a hand come out and touch a robotic hand. And then you see what looks like black reptilian-like skin. A person wrapped in this like suit that smashes into a wall and shatters into a bunch of pieces. The splitting, the shattering of the personality. But it's weird because there's like this, this theme of this monster, this reptile creature with the teeth on Will's hat and then the 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 the, the reptilian like skin of this of this jacket. The action. Rock and roll. Everybody let's lose control. All the bottom we let it go. Going fast, we ain't going slow. Slow, slow. Hey, yo. Hear the beat, now let's hit the flow. Drink it up and then drink some more. Light it up and let's let it blow. Blow, blow. Hey, yo. Rock it out, rocking now. If you know what we talking about, burn it up and burn down the house. Hat. While he's singing this, by the way, for those of you who have a little um, background in symbolism, there's a Volknut in the background. It's a, uh, a Norwegian symbol, uh, and it just basically it's a it's a representation of uh, people that have fallen in battle. Uh, the word itself, it, Volknut, is a Norwegian uh, compound word that means not of those fallen in battle. Those who you could argue those who are under control. And as the song progresses and you watch the this creepy video, people all dressed in black, that black oily clothing with gold, and it just progresses and you get to the end and the, the fake artificial Will I Am is made and then all these people have their heads mounted on a wall, uh, which is something that if you read the testimony of a, f- of a few of the people that were involved in uh, the Italian mafia, they said that this is what would happen to the children that would be let go into the woods and then the powerful pe- rich people would go hunt them and then cut their genitals off, put them over the fireplace like a real supervillain. Uh, you know, and you, you get to like four minutes and 27 seconds in the song and Will I Am shoots a net out and captures a golden idol, which is virtually identical to the fame uh, uh, advertisement with uh, Lady Gaga. So, this is everywhere in the world around us, in the entertainment industry. And like Rose McGowan said, these are the people that put the entertainment in our head. These are the people that are in control of what we hear, what we see, 
and, and essentially it turns us into that puppet because Britney Spears might be a slave for you, but she's a slave to the industry and she is the entertainment music sex kitten, the siren that like Allison Mack attracts the other women and the other people into the cult. Britney's as involved as the rest of them. Now she's speaking out and people are supporting it. But one makes you, one might wonder what, what makes you think, is it all just a ruse? Is it all about taking further control of the people in the industry and controlling the narrative with a minor leak of what goes on behind the scenes, like Black Mirror and then the Free Britney movement? I don't know. You tell me what you think. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in tonight, and I'd like to direct you to our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy this show, if you'd like to hear more, listen at a different time, subscribe to the archive, weekly, monthly, or the best deal is for a year. You get access to the shows, the montages, my digital books, and a physical copy of one of my books. If you have any questions, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. And while you're on the website, it doesn't cost you anything, but check out our water filter affiliate program with Pro One and our cleaning, disinfecting, sanitizing affiliate program with Plus uh, US Plus Health. The links are on our website. When you click them, they're at the, sli- uh, at the top of the page by the slider bar. Uh, if you buy anything, uh, we get a piece of that and it supports the show. You also, as a listener of the show, get a 20% discount at US Plus Health using TST Clean as the promo code. Check them out. www.thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay tuned to The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.